Work best. Work best. Work best. Work best. Welcome to Work Best Friends. I'm Garrett. I'm Lexi. And it is time to do a podcast. <laughs> we uh, we didn't win Powerball. No. I don't know. I feel fine. You know, I, I, I was pretty sure we were going to win the Powerball and kind of carry out our plan. You were more than pretty sure. I was, I was about <laughs> to quit before the drawing came out <laughs> and say like, look, guys, it has been a ride. I'm sorry. I won Powerball in 10 minutes and I'm going to go to Mexico. And defeat El Chapo on his own home turf. The first round of Powerball, we did win $4. Yeah. Put in 20, won four. Okay, good ratio so far. Good, not bad, not bad, right? Pretty not good bad. returns. Yeah. It's like playing yeah. the stock market. Yeah, exactly. 20 in, four out, yeah. What I keep thinking is, thank God we did not, beyond the fact that we weren't invited, but thank God we didn't join the office pool. Yeah. Because collectively they pulled in together $200, I think. Yeah. And they only made it out with four, so. But that w- that <laughs> that brings to mind a funny question: like, what with four dollars, could you get for eighty people that they would enjoy? I'll tell you what. And this <laughs> is this is like a fable. This is like one of those five minute mysteries you read on the toilet. I would have bought an on demand movie. Oh, that is so smart! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And I would have invited everybody over to watch it. I just bought Spy the other day on my TV. Spy's so fucking good. Well, it was more than four. It was five ninety nine HD, and it was worth every penny. I know. No, I'll take who the buys, standard definition. Who buys the SD? If anyone's listening, anybody, and you actually buy an SD film on your television instead of the HD to save the dollar, please contact us. I'll send you a dollar. We'll each put in two dollars so you can buy two HD movies. If you see that thing, HD for five ninety nine or standard definition for four ninety nine, <laughs> contact Twitter handle at workbestfriends. Yes. And, I, and DM us your address, and I'll send you a dollar and with it a bag of popcorn. To yeah. Enjoy that movie. Like we're also Instagram workbestfriends. We're Gmail workbestfriends. Like any way you can, like we will help you. Anyway, so the biggest biggest news in the world is. A, a college student called our Lexi Tannenholtz for work advice. Yeah. This young mind is about to be out in the work world and wanted to ask one of her inspirations. Yeah, this really happened. Um, <laughs> one of my friends asked me if her cousin could call me because I work in entertainment, production, TV, whatever. And I was like, sure. I don't think that I have ever given anyone work advice. And so, you know, not that I think that I'm qualified for it, but I thought it would be a great topic for the podcast. So I did it. Oh, this this poor girl's life. She's actually asking advice. And you're like, oh, this would be great for the podcast. You know, she basically just asked me how you get a job after college and and all those kind of things. And it was a fun, cool, interesting conversation. And I did the best I could. Yeah. The nut, um, nuts and bolts of yeah. what a college student is thinking about right now. Like, yeah. right, what do I do? Tried to ease her mind a little bit. Yeah, well. Told her it was all right. I've actually got some questions, too. Okay. And uh, I'm going to try and channel a college girl. Right. And ask the illustrious Lexi Tannenholz. Oh, intense. Some questions about when I graduate. Hi, Lexi. Thank you for taking the call with me. 
Should I, as a college senior, accept a job that's outside of my field or wait until the right job comes along, even if I have to be unemployed for a time? Um, wow, hard one. Out of the gate, Garrett? <laughs> I would do my best to work in the field that you want to work in straight from the start, the best that you can. Um, if you're able to wait and n not take the first thing that comes along, I would do that if you could. The, the further away you get from your goal, the further away you get from your goal. That's great advice. Um, that's why I called you with these questions. It's um, terrible. <laughs> my boyfriend doesn't want me to move to New York, but I think I need to for television. Should I break up with my boyfriend? 100% you should break up with your boyfriend. You know, college relationships are great. They can be uh, amazing and they can be super real. But I think that if someone's trying to hold you back from your full potential and your dreams, you got to let them go. And I think that if you don't, you'll always look back and be like, oh, no, wh what should I have done differently? Uh, you know, I No personal experience or anything, obviously. I think I knew that was the answer, and I was afraid to hear it. Um, Pack your bags, girl. <laughs> moving to the big city. Big Apple. <laughs> um, and my final question, and this is the most important one, and if you love what you do, do you ever work a day in your life? I would say, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely work a day in your life, even if you love what you do. <laughs> Thank you. This is really informative and helpful. Because some days aren't all fun. That was some days are work. But that's okay. Work is work, man. Work is work. I agree with you. Well, Garrett, I have some questions for you. What's the best way to network? Um, the best way to network is don't be afraid to ask. You know, if there's someone who does something that you want to do, you can email them. We live in a world where we have Facebook and Twitter, and you can reach out and say, look, like, I want to do what you do. Can you give me any advice? And then you build a relationship with them. Dude. You're so right. That's what I told this girl. I was like, the main thing is you can't be scared. You know, you're going to ask some silly questions and you're going to feel uncomfortable, but you need to put yourself out there, write a stupid email. And just like reaching out to people is hard. And and, yeah. and it's it's nerve wracking sometimes, but that is so important. And I think that was an amazing answer, Garrett. Thank you. And what's the harm if I send Lauren Michaels an email and he goes, he doesn't read it. <laughs> exactly. It's like, look. I like you. I want to work for you. What do you think? If he doesn't read it, it's no skin off my back. <laughs> Let's move to uh, flu season. Are you currently a disgusting sick pig with the flu? No. Yeah. But I was discussing this today with, with a coworker in my cube who has a terrible cough. Uh-oh. And she's chill. She's had a cough for the past three weeks. Uh-oh. Yeah. Since, yeah. And I was like... Are you sick? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 I'm totally fine. And I was like, okay, cool. Here's the thing. I don't care about being sick. I don't, I don't care about any of those things. Like, I don't get sick very often. And someone who is sick does not make me nervous or bother me or make me uncomfortable or anything. And I feel like when someone is coughing in your area, it's like on me to make them feel comfortable 
and not be like, ew, what's wrong with you? Cover your mouth or whatever. Yeah. And instead I'm like, oh, like, you know, God bless you. And they're like, well, I didn't sneeze. And I'm like, but God still blesses you, right? Yeah. He because, wants you, you to feel better. Exactly. Because I just feel like coughing in, at work or being sick at work is so uncomfortable and everybody hates you. So, like, I just want to try and be that one person who's like, you can cough by me. It's fine. Like, be your normal self. I like that. But at the same time, this girl is, like, phlegmy coughing in the cube. She's like, Yeah. She's phlegmy, <laughs> phlegmy coughing just like that. And I said to her the other day, I was like, listen, this is our work home. Like, I want you to feel comfortable in here. Like, I don't want you to think that, like, when you're coughing, like, I'm thinking about it and I'm judging you and being like, ew, this girl is gross. I'm not thinking that. But at the same time, I feel like you might be sick. <laughs> I just want what's best for you. And at the same time, I don't want you to feel self-conscious around me. Like you can, you know, this is a safe space. That's the realest shit I've ever heard. And if a coworker said that to me, I'd be like, oh man, that's my homeboy for life. Well, I'm just trying to create a safe space. That's great. I Like if I were that person, I'd be like, you know what? Someone has accepted me for who I am. Maybe I am sick. Yeah. She didn't love it. Oh, what? <laughs> She was like, I'm not sick, blah, 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 And I was like, okay, you're not sick. But, like, at the same time, even if you were, like, I'm not totally not judging you and, like, feel feel chill to, like, not cough on me but cough by me. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I won't be upset about it. You know, because, like, you, everyone knows, like, if you cough in the office, people give you, like, darting eyes and are like, oh, God, this person is. Yeah. Whoa. Like, it's no. Av avian flu. Ah, exactly. It can't yeah. be near them. Yeah. But I feel like it's different for different people. I think so, too. Per what person are you? I have to be honest. I'm a sick, disgusting pig right now. Oh, great. I mean, right now, obviously not. I'm fine. Yeah. But in the, every single morning, the cold air hits yeah. me. And you have And that. I come in with like a runny nose. Mm -hmm. And I've got this complex. Okay. And I want to share it with you. And it's that I feel like all my coworkers mm -hmm. look at me and like maybe I have a runny nose or there's something wrong with my nose or my nose is dry and then they touch their nose because that's a mental thing that happens with people yeah and i felt like today every single one of my coworkers that i had a conversation with was like messing with their nose or like mm -hmm. picking a certain spot on their nose yeah and i was like fuck you guys yeah i'm a little bit sniffly in the morning and i know that and I'm not embarrassed of it, and I'm not going to touch my own nose. It's a serious thing. Because I don't care. Yeah. That doesn't make me any less of a person. No, this is totally... That's a real thing. A hundred percent this is a real thing. Yeah. People are dying in the office out there. People are like, you know, they're just like blowing their nose all day. And like, first of all, don't be embarrassed. I'm not. But also, like, I don't want to cough at work because I don't want to draw attention to myself. Okay. So like, you know, I and I feel like people are afraid to blow their nose at work. OK, that that's the there's a big breakdown between those people. Some people blow their nose and some people don't. I used to be crippled and like by that anxiety, similar to my bathroom anxiety and go into the bathroom and blow my nose there. But now I specifically try to blow my nose at my desk. But I also don't blow my nose. Like, it doesn't make sounds. Yeah. Yeah. What does it sound like? Yeah, just like. <laughs> <laughs> but there are other people in the office who go, like, full blast. 
like a like booger flying. And it's what's that sound like? You, what is that? You tell me. <laughs> Boogers. Someone the other day said something to the uh, guy in our office who was making a really loud blowy nose sound. And they were like, are you okay? <laughs> That's loud. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. That's Yeah, I would crawl out of the room. <laughs> I would be in the hallway. But this guy. the cubicle walls, be getting away from that scene. But this guy didn't give one fuck. He was like, oh, is it? Sorry, got to blow my nose. How would you suggest listeners handle nose blowing? I would, should they be embarrassed? Should they go to the bathroom? Or should I, they own it? Okay, you should f- never be embarrassed. Yeah. Own everything you got. Like, right. it's similar to sneezing. Yeah. Slightly. Everyone has their work sneeze. Yeah. I think. I think so, too. But some people bust out their work sneeze and want attention. What do you do? Uh, I've got a pretty just normal sneeze. Mm-hmm. I uh, I muffle it. I, I complete a seal. <laughs> I'm a silent sneezer. Are you uh, <laughs> Like, there's something so awesome about sneezing. You know, it feels amazing. Yeah. And at work, I don't give myself that, like, awesome rush, and I silent sneeze. You hold it. Mm-hmm. You know what's the best thing in the world? Sneezing in the wilderness and not covering your mouth. Amazing. It's, it's the best. It's like on the edge of the water, mm-hmm. looking out at the ocean and going, ha Yes. You're on a cliff just, like, free as fuck and... That's the freest you could be. Yeah. I feel like sneezing and or like blowing your nose is a power move at work. It like applies to the amount of power you have. So you think CEOs are often loud sneezers? Yeah. But I also think that to get to a position of power like that, you have to kind of not care what people think about you. So yeah. it might be because of that. The only way to power is to sneeze loud. Sneeze loud. And blow your nose louder. Can you imagine if that's all it took? I think it does only take that. Like... The CEO of the company walks out and is like, who's sneezing so loud? Promotion! (laughs) (laughs) So, it seems like the lesson this week is sneeze freely, you'll get a promotion. Just blow your nose really loud and you'll get a raise. (laughs) Just blow your nose as loud as you possibly can. And a real bit of lesson is uh, network freely. Yeah. Don't, don't be afraid to talk to anybody because you never know. They might read that Facebook message and be like, yep, I want this guy. Exactly. Um, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Work best. Work best. Work best. Work best. Work best. Work best.